1: This is just an extra intro I've recorded, because unfortunately, I recorded this week's podcast before the craziest time for a very, very long time in WWE went down. So I didn't know about Roman Reigns, I didn't know about Bray Wyatt, I didn't know Kurt Angle was going to be coming back, and I didn't know that AJ Styles was going to take the place of Bray Wyatt and go against uh, Finn Balor. So unfortunately, the TLC Prediction Show that you're about to listen to is based on the original Prediction Show. I am sorry, I did try and find time to record more than just this little snippet to go into that. But that's just life, man. That's what we do. So what we'll make sure we do is we'll talk about all of that in the TLC review show, which will go up uh, tomorrow. It should be live on YouTube, so look out for that. I mean, as a quick note for my predictions, I imagine Bala beats AJ Styles. Although usually the way with wrestling is you have the replacement win. So I don't know. I'll go Balor just for the sake of it. And I'm sure uh, whatever the original finish for the Shield match is going to be the same, Um and you can just, if Roman Reigns was meant to get the pin, you can just have Dean, uh, Dean Ambrose or Seth Rollins do that. I do think it's awesome. Uh, I, I, I think we should all commend WWE to the highest level for, for going to this, such extremes to to replace something, which was out of their control, really. But anyway, so this is the Prediction Show for TLC, the old Prediction Show. But hopefully you still get something out of it. We still go into all the the ups and downs, the ifs and buts. Please do enjoy it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. When we go in deep with this. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller. And if you don't know and you couldn't figure it out from the title, this is a pro wrestling podcast. Now today I do have a very special guest. I have Patreon member Andrew, who's with me today, who has been awesome and supported the patron, therefore he gets to come on the podcast. How you doing, Andrew? You right? Yeah. What's going on, Miller? I'm doing well. How are good. you? I'm good. Now, we're pretending we've never spoken before, but the reality of the situation is we had a very long <laughs> and somewhat annoyingly very interesting chat in the week, and then I listened. But what I'm going to do is actually at the end of this podcast, I'm going to just just plonk on the end of it, the audio, how it recorded. I'm, 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 te- <laughs> I'm terrified it's doing it again now. I mean, the short version is I sound like Minnie Mouse, and I have no idea why, but anyway. So I got in touch with Andrew. I, guess, I said, Andrew, look, we'll just do it again. Originally, I was going to put up as a separate audio. I thought we'd just do the episode. And of course, we're only two days away from TLC as we record this. Tomorrow, if you're listening, the day it goes up. So I said, let's just we'll run through the TLC card and we can argue with each other and see, uh, and, and see where we fall down on it. Especially, we, I'll, I'll tease this now because you're a bigger fan of one of these wrestlers than I am. We're not going <laughs> to say which one, but that will be interesting. So uh, before we start actually... The bill for TLC. Are you excited? Are you not excited? Is it a one-match card? I mean, where, where where are you feeling feeling the card at the moment, Andrew? It's been weird because I'm looking at it now, and
0: there's only two title matches, and those are for the cruiserweight and the women's title.
1: Strange, isn't it? Because basically they've taken the tag, the IC, and the Universal and thrown them all into the main event. Basically. Basically. I mean, has that ever happened? I mean, when was the last time we didn't have a world title or IC match or tag team title pay-per-view? It must have been a while, surely.
0: I can't remember. I mean, we haven't had a Universal
1: because well, of no. Brock. Of course, yeah, Universal's not in there. Sorry, that's not what I meant. I'm getting confused. Um, but like, I do think it's... I mean, I as we sit here today, 48 hours removed, are you excited? Does it feel like a pay-per-view to you? Or do you think it really does kind of live and die on what The Shield do?
0: Kind of. I mean, uh, I... I'm kind of excited for Alexa and Mickey, uh, and that's really it for that. I mean, the, the Shield and, and the women's title.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, let's start there. We'll start with the main event. We'll start with the big boys. So uh, we do have the Shield, which is Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins, versus Braun Strowman, The Miz, Kane, Cesaro, and Sheamus in a five-on-three handicap TLC match. Now, as I learned mm-hmm. on the Wrestling Observer this week, this is only the fourth ever time we've had a TLC match. Well, they haven't hung anything uh, from the ceiling, so they are really, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I think they probably could have come up with something. I mean, this is literally a, a case of well, let's just beat the shit out of each other with with chairs and tables because that's the name of the pay per view. I mean, were you a Shield guy? I mean, I, I think most people were a Shield guy. But are you? Pumped yeah. To see it? Are you pumped to see uh, it back then? Uh, I am um,
0: cautiously optimistic because not sure how long this is this is going to last. Yeah. Uh, depending on how depending on how you read into it, some people are saying that it might just be a one shot. Some people are saying it might go into Survivor Series. So, uh, cautiously optimistic.
1: <laughs> well, how would you like to see it end? I mean, because my, in my dream scenario, either Dean Ambrose or Roman Reigns would break it up like Seth Rollins did. Just because I think oh. they both I think they both have two awesome heel runs in them I don't think WWE is going to do that with Roman Reigns just yet so I, w- I would take Dean Ambrose taking on the Seth Rollins role and doing that I'd quite enjoy it. and then we can get Rollins and Ambrose going into mania and I love those two together so I'm all right with it well we're not going to fight much this episode because i agree <laughs> <laughs> i because I, to me i just think i think wwe really they had it for a while but then they missed the boat with ambrose i think ambrose really has something special that they haven't allowed him to tap into and i think much like Sami Zayn has done on smackdown recently he can be the raw guy that you turn heel and all of a sudden he feels like the biggest deal in the company Well,
0: I've been an Ambrose fan for a while because before he was in WWE, he was in
1: a company called CZW,
0: which is based in New Jersey, which is the hop, skip and a jump from where I'm from.
1: Yeah. So you went to see him when he was just beating the absolute hooey out of people?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: When you saw him then, were you like, well, clearly you must have been like, yeah, this guy's got it. Yeah. I mean, granted, it was kind of like the diamond in the coal
0: mine because there was a lot of messed up stuff but <laughs> he but you could tell that he had something and this was when he was john moxley
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. how violent were those matches i mean i know the head oh, vibes, dear lord but yeah but how bad how bad are we talking like unwatchable because i can't watch a lot of stuff like that it's too much for me um the ones that he wasn't in i couldn't watch Really, what oh, just flipping it? I don't know. I don't know how you even went. I wouldn't even be able to handle the atmosphere. I'd be like, even the smell of the blood. I'd be like, oh, God. anyway. I go back to the match. I mean, were you uh, were you a fan of Kane's return? Did that float your boat?
0: Well, uh, two things. One, I'm curious how this is going to affect his
1: mayoral campaign. It, it's weird, right? Like, because I mean, the way I kind of look at it is, I guess you either know and you don't care, or you don't know and him doing this isn't going to make you know right i mean that's kind of how i see it but it is weird
0: yeah because i could just see this at the debate so mr jacobs you chokeslam the man to hell
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you climbed out of a ring what what were you doing but i i what makes you qualified to be our mayor well that's why he goes and takes care of business but i was really happy to see him back like i really did get a massive kick out of it i don't maybe just because I've been around since the start. And so he's always going to have that nostalgia thing for me. But I really did enjoy him coming back. Well, don't get me wrong. I am too, but I don't know if I'm reading too much into it. Well, what do you think? Uh, because was... could The Undertaker be coming back? Well, I mean, that, I, I, this is my thing, right? I don't think he is. Just because I can't believe you do that send off at WrestleMania, then go back on it. That's awful. Because it was the perfect way to end it. However, that makes sense, right? There's logic there. unless it they're, does. Unless they're going to do the Roman Reigns versus Kane feud because Roman Reigns retired The Undertaker and Kane is mad at him six months later. Sure. I mean, I, ta- <laughs> I, 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 I take it, though. I mean, I, I would take it. What, how... I mean, I, get, I understand why, but in terms from a fan's perspective, how do you feel about the fact that WWE have just gone, well, the shield of the baby faces, therefore they can take on five guys? Because my prediction will be the shield will win which means The Shield is going to beat... And they're basically beating some of the top guys on the Raw brand. Do you think that's a bit much? Well, you ever go to a
0: comedy show and the, the comedian on stage beats the same joke into the ground... Yeah. <laughs> this is basically the same thing, because it's like, <laughs> oh, they've been teasing The Shield thing for, for weeks and months, and then they're like, oh, it's Miz. Oh, it's Strowman. Oh, it's the bar. Like, they just, they're like, these guys can be anybody. <laughs> Put I, I, the whole roster
1: against them and they can beat them. Yeah, that's it, right? It does. I mean, it depends how the match goes. But there is an element of, I don't want to say it undermines Braun Miz. There is a bit of that, isn't it? It's a bit like, well, the Shield are so good. And that's the thing. If they weren't going to win, then it balances out. But they will win. Because if, yeah. if they don't <laughs> win, what was the point of that? So I, I guess it depends how the match goes. I mean, there is a rumor that Kane will turn on Braun Strowman and they will do the Braun Strowman-Kane feud. And then so technically it was only, uh, well, it's four on four if, if that happens. So I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then your focus isn't on the Shield. It's on Kane and Braun Strowman. I don't know. It's a very complicated situation. I agree. I, I agree. Who you, you're, <laughs> go, you're going with the Shield, though, I take it.
0: Oh, yeah. It, it makes no sense to go with the, the
1: five. Yeah. okay. Who, who takes the pinfall then? That's a more interesting question. Who, who? Got, actually, two questions. Who? I think we all know this answer, but who gives the pinfall and who takes the pinfall?
0: Roman and Sheamus.
1: <laughs> really? See, I see, I, I think Braun. I'm going to go out on a limb because I like being different. I think Braun will take the pin because Kane turns on Braun and then Roman pins Braun. That's but do
0: the- you really want to see Kane versus Strowman now?
1: No, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just I just think Strowman needs something to get him through to whatever his Mania or Royal Rumble program is. I don't think Kane's going to be around for too long. I still think they see Kane as pretty indispensable, which he is given he's one of these legend guys that can kind of do whatever he wants. So Agreed. I think that we'll have a Braun... I could be wrong. I'm just trying to make it a bit more interesting for, for my brain to be honest. But I am excited about the match. I actually think it's going to be a great match and I actually think it's going to be so good that no matter what else they do on the pay-per-view, this will save it. I think it's going to be that good. I, I agree. that They brought the
0: shield back for
1: this purpose. Do you think it's going to work in getting Reigns over? Because I'm still convinced that's the idea of it. It's just another vehicle to try and get him cheered. Well, the, 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 the funny thing was I forget
0: what Raw it was, but when they had the promo backstage and they, they did Ambrose, they cheered. Oh, they yeah. did Rollins, they <laughs> cheered. And even though Roman's in the Shield now, we still boo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, someone backstage at WWE just must be sick of it. Like, oh, for goodness sake, why? Yeah,
0: I, I would think so. They've tried so hard and the man is not a bad
1: wrestler. It's just,
0: people just don't like him what as a it-
1: fake and, and also, it's become a joke now, hasn't it? It's funny. It's funny to to boo Roman it Reigns, like it's like a it's like a, a conditioning exercise. I I really, what well, I in Dream World, I would like genuinely. I mean this too. I'm not saying they're going to do this, but I'd take Roman retires Kane. Roman beats Brock Lesnar at Reign- Mania 34 because I do believe eventually someone backstage is going to go. Man, we got to do something. And then when someone new comes along that they get excited about, then you've got Roman Reigns there with all the achievements. He can become your new Brock Lesnar, get the magic new guy to beat him, and then Roman Reigns has done you know what he's always meant to do, but just in a completely different way than anybody assumes. So for now, I'm happy for Roman Reigns to continue to run through everybody because I believe that eventually somebody else will arrive who then can benefit from Roman Reigns. I agree with all of that except for one thing. Go. I think that it shouldn't be at Mania, but it should be at one of the other big four. Why not? I just think. It's, do you think it's like almost cliched at Mania now, given they've done it so many times? Yeah. I, I have no
0: problem with the Reigns-Lesnar match. I, I thought it was entertaining every time that they do it. It's two big dudes doing two big dude things to each other. Yeah. I just don't like it at Mania.
1: No, I think it's fair. It's basically because we've seen it. And because Roman's, what, this will be his fourth main event in a row? Is that right? I think so. I mean, 30 was Daniel Bryan, and then 31 was Lesnar...
0: Was Lesnar... Reigns. Reigns.
1: And then 32 would have been Triple H Reigns, and 33 was Reigns Undertale. (laughs) Yeah, so this will be his fourth main event in a row. Has anyone... Hogan must have main evented four or five or six in a row, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I I mean, it would make sense. Okay, so we're into Hogan. How many did Austin do? Austin did... He did 14. He did 15. I don't know what the main event of WrestleMania 16 was. Anyway, that, that's a boring game to play. Anyway, he, <laughs> in short, he's in that ilk, which is kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, geez, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. Okay, they're so both with a shield in that one. We'll move on to the other title match. Uh, sorry, the first title match, Alexa Bliss versus Mickie James. I'm with you. I actually think the build for this has been quite good. I don't know how they're going to work together in the ring. However, I, I think that the Mickie James' old storyline is stupid. She's 38 years old, so that's nonsense. But... <laughs> I think the promos have been good. I think they work. They have chemistry outside the ring. And I'm actually intrigued to see how this goes.
0: I think Alexa is the best wrestler not named Charlotte Flair. Wrestler or character? Well, kind of kind of both. The most entertaining yeah. per- performer other than Charlotte Flair.
1: I agree. I, I, which is weird as well, right? Because... Obviously, if we go back to NXT days, everyone put the, you know, bet the farm on, like, obviously Charlotte, and I agree with you, but Becky Lynch and Bayley and Sasha Banks, and Alexa Bliss was almost a joke at one point. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I think Charlotte feels like a proper superstar, and Alexa Bliss, if I was going to sort of, you know, make an analogy, Charlotte Flair is Stone Cold, and Alexa Bliss is The Rock back in, like, the late 90s. That's how it feels like to me.
0: Agreed. That's actually—it's almost like you do this for a living, Miller.
1: I know it's weird, right? <laughs> but obviously, they're—they're they're not on that on the same degree, just because that was a different time for wrestling and popularity, blah blah blah. But yeah, the way that they—they they come across, I think—and I said this before, they did the, the shift. I, I genuinely think there's a chemistry there, or at least the, the potential there to to have a, a long-running feud between the two that works all the time, and that you're always happy to see. The—the the thing that I like about Alexa is. When all of the other women do promos,
0: it sounds like a promo. Yeah. If that makes any sense. But
1: when Alexa Bliss does it, it sounds like her character. yeah. I don't, dude she sounds legit, right? She's a bit like yeah. Ke- she's like Kevin Owens in the sense that she doesn't cut a promo. She just talks.
0: precisely precisely. yeah
1: and i think that's why that's why she's so good and i think that's why mickey james has been so good in this program because she does have experience she has been doing this for a long time i wouldn't say her promos are the best thing in the world but they're entertaining you know they're good they're solid and also she's really good in the ring and i think that's where the the balance comes between these two
0: i agree
1: yeah uh but i think it's all a point where just
0: when oscar goes you know what i want this title and i'm going to take it (laughs)
1: <laughs> Dude, I hope they do that, man, because... I mean, do you agree that Alexa Bliss will retain? I'm convinced that Alexa Bliss will retain. And me
0: too. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I, I, I do think they'll have some time, though. I think it'll be quite a back-and-forth match. I think probably Alexa will cheat to win. I can see that happening. But yes, trans, uh, uh, you know, going across to uh, Oscar versus Emma, honestly, man... I hope what you just said, I hope they did, I hope, I there's nothing against Emma, but she's already proven that they don't really care about her, no matter how good she may be in the ring, so I hope Oscar flipping destroys her here, and then goes straight into a program with Alexa Bliss and destroys her too, let's Goldberg, Agreed. let's Goldberg this shit, why would we not, I did it, I said this on Twitter age again, I was like, no, you have to build, did that work for Bobby Roode, no, did that work for Nakamura, no, let's just no. let Oscar run wild, I'm with you dude, I'm with you 100%,
0: well, it, it it's to the point where she just goes,
1: "No, that that's mine." Yeah, and takes it right. <laughs> and honestly, I'd be all right with her beating Emma in three minutes, and then having a title match of Survivor Series against Alexa Bliss three minutes. I take it, and then all the girls get together and are like, "Well, what the flip are we supposed to do here?"
0: Agreed. Uh, yeah. We have we have to do something here because th- this is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, no,
1: it, and I think you've got a great storyline then. And then you can almost treat her like Braun Strowman early in the year, where you line uh, female up after female and they all try, they all fail. Then. I mean, the only worry I have is somebody eventually is going to be like, we have to beat Oscar. And I don't agree. At the moment, uh, maybe Charlotte, but I'm still not convinced about that. But I, at the moment, I don't think there's anyone. I think you can let her be dominant for a year, if not more, and wait for someone to fall into that spot.
0: I think that the first loss Oscar Oscar should take a be some point in the second half of next year.
1: Yeah, I agree. Is anyone on the roster that you see sort of not necessarily ready for that now, but you think could get ready for that position should it come about? I'm going
0: to throw a curveball. Okay. Bailey.
1: Interesting. I mean, it would work wonders for her, especially where she is at the moment, but how does she... At the moment, the character she's got at the moment, I would say, doesn't fit that mold. So what, what do you do to get her in that right position?
0: Well, kind of going off on a tiny tangent for a second. Uh, one of the things that I love so much about the Usos and the New Day feud is the fact that the Usos made the New Day tougher. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of the Shawn Michaels Mankind feud back in the 90s.
1: Interesting. I like where you're going with this.
0: Where even Charles Michaels had said, well, people thought that, oh, he's a pretty boy, he can't he can't fight, but then Mankind comes along, they beat the holy hell out of each other and it's <laughs> yes, like they oh did. oh he can actually fight. Yeah. So if they put Bailey in a position where Oh, she can actually throw down and make her tougher, I think that would work wonders for her.
1: I agree, man. If you could tell that story And also maybe you could tie in that, you know, maybe they have a a series of three matches that Bailey loses the first two, but then wins the championship on her last one. And you've got to come up with some ideas to make that work. I think Oscar saves face, Bailey comes out the person we always wanted her to be. Yeah. I I think if they take their time with that and do that, maybe at Mania 35 almost. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fantastic. I, I don't think it's going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> Neither do I I, <laughs> I just don't trust WWE to hold off However I, I agree with that Especially because We'll do Sasha Banks and Alicia Fox in a minute But especially because I don't think Sasha Banks I mean I like Sasha Banks But maybe it's just because she needs to go heel again And the face character is not good But to me Sasha Banks just isn't in that position At the moment it, it, She feels a bit weak
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean I haven't I don't know. I, I struggled to talk about this because I wasn't the biggest fan of her on NXT either. I mean, did you? What's your kind of relationship with Sasha Banks <laughs> over the years? Um, I think she's good. I think she's best as a heel. Yeah. But I,
0: ne- next to next to Charlotte, I think in ring she's probably
1: the best. Charlotte or Sasha? Oh, I Sa- think ne- Sa- so. Sasha is number two compared to. Yeah I, think, yeah, I think. I think that's fair. I think you're right. I think for me, she just needs to be a heel. I don't think she works as a face because she's just, she's got that like uh, that not not as strong as the Miz, but she's got that cocky kind of obnoxious attitude to her. And you got I kind of want her to Agreed. be a dick. Yeah, I kind of want her to be a dick. So, I mean, uh, I, I'm guessing that oh, we, didn't, we didn't. I guess you. Oh no, we did do Alexa Bliss. Yeah, we both said Alexa Bliss. Uh, Oscar versus Emma as well. Oscar, right? Both of us think Oscar. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, Sasha Banks versus Alicia Fox as well. Surely no one. Actually, you know what? I take it back. I think Alicia Fox is going to win. Because <sighs> they they, 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 job, they job Sasha Banks out for fun, right? Two, yeah, yeah. Two, there is no reason for this match to happen, given we've already seen it twice, and Sasha Banks has won both times. So why do it again if she's just going to win? I'm going on record now. I'm going to regret this in the Simon Miller Pro Wrestling Podcast Prediction League that you can sign up for now with my good man, Mitch, who hosts it at the Facebook group. Just search for Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast, but I'm going Alicia Fox. There you go. That's my big, my big one.
0: Alicia (laughs) Fox.
1: But I'm guessing you're going Sasha Banks, right? You're not going to follow my lead.
0: No, because I think we're going to argue on two of
1: these. So... I actually, I you make a compelling argument for Alicia Fox. I just think, why do it otherwise? I know it's on the pre-show, so no one gives a crap anyway. But I think they want to do this match again, and I think to do that, you have to make sure Alicia Fox wins. You know what? Yeah, I I agree. There we go. Look at that. Two predictions for Alicia Fox, Mitch. When you go, when you go through the predictions, Mitch, if you're listening, let me know how many people go Alicia Fox. I bet it's just me <laughs> and Andrew, and that's it. Nobody else will sit. <laughs> also, I do like the fact, even if it is the pre-show, we have three women's matches on this card. That's good. I like that. I don't, li- I don't like it when they take all the women and just throw them in one big smosh match. I hate that. I hate that. I liked it when they first started it, but I, but I agree it's getting old. But it just feels like, you know, from 8.20 to 8.40, this is the women's segment. It's like, well, we don't do that with the men. I'd much rather you took your time and just built stories. I don't care who's in it. I just want good stories, you know? I mean... I hate some wrestlers, sure, but I'd just still rather you 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 tried to make that more interesting. Uh talking about wrestlers I hate, we also got Callisto versus Enzo and Moro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's your take on Enzo? Because I when um when him and Big Cass first came up, I said this on a what culture video at the time and I got so much hate for it. But I never I I always warmed more towards big cast because Enzo rubbed me up the wrong way. I think in the same way that he's doing now on purpose and he rubs people in the back the wrong way. What is your your opinion on that tag team? And given everything you know about Enzo now, where do you fall down on it? Well. Here we go. Here we go, Andrew. It's your moment. It's your moment to shine.
0: So for context, uh, I am from Philadelphia eh, over in the States.
1: Yeah. sorry say that again man because skype, uh Ger- skype, skype, skype cut you out i know at least five enzos
0: oh what well, from where you live no uh, not the guys named enzo but i know uh, i know at least a couple of guys that are basically enzo amore how
1: how how how, how, how do you how do you cope with them
0: <laughs> some of them are okay some of them annoy me
1: right but okay.
0: As far as the tag team goes, I thought each one had their shtick.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, Big Cass was the better wrestler. Yeah. Then Enzo Amore, obviously. But all of these promos that he's doing on Raw and
1: stuff, I mean, the man's not wrong. No, and he can talk as well. It's not like he's not devoid of personality, to say the least.
0: Because he, I forget what he was saying, but he's like, you smell this? This is the 10 o'clock hour you've never smelled this when, <laughs> I mean, when changed. I was, when I wasn't
1: changed. Yeah. And he's right. But I mean, does he like, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word before he went heel. Did he rub you up the wrong way? Cause he used to rub me up the wrong way. like nobody's business. He didn't rub me up the wrong way. I'm like, Oh, that's just Enzo being Enzo. Yeah. But did you like it then? Did you like warm to it? Not what, really.
0: Okay, it, so you, it, it was neither here nor there because like I said, I, I know guys
1: like that. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, you're more used to it than me, sort of upper, <laughs> stiff upper lip Brit. That's <laughs> not used to it <laughs> at all. Uh, Now, obviously, he's going against Callisto. We saw a very random title change on Raw a couple of weeks ago, which I was still absolutely baffled by. Uh, made, mo- made no sense. It made... I mean, I, I assume now, with the, with hindsight, it ties into Neville walking out. Um, but even then, it's a, it's a strange thing to do. I mean... I am am happy that Callisto's on 205 Live, but it is underlining the fact that when you put people on that brand, they feel like they die. I mean, how do you feel about the match? What do you think about Callisto? Where are you leaning with this? Uh,
0: Callisto's very good in the ring. I just... He he just hasn't found that thing yet.
1: Yeah, I agree. He feels a bit like a creator character.
0: Yeah. On uh, 2K18. (laughs) But, um... This kind of goes back into what match were we talking about? Uh, Sasha versus Alicia, a tiny bit because are they trying to do a cruiserweight Survivor Series thing?
1: Yeah, 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 they, they certainly put hints in place, right? Because Enzo
0: has this new sort of kind of stable.
1: Yeah, is it Tony Niece, Noam Dar, and? Gulak Gulak. yeah they all join oh man that's the other thing we're getting a fucking powerpoint presentation by Drew Gulak (laughs) at the start of TLC I'm kind of excited about it just because it's so weird yeah I um I root for him because he's from here so I'm kind of excited too yeah okay that's fair um are are you looking forward to this I mean as the Cruiserweight title won you over do you like 205 live? we don't really care scrap the whole thing yeah (laughs) amen brother Amen. And for goodness sake, allow them to start doing cruiserweight moves. Uh, well, this kind of
0: goes into another thing, which if you have me back, I'd be happy to talk about. Um, I I
1: come from the Eric Bischoff school of cruiserweights. Wow, dude. Then you're, yeah, you must hate this even more.
0: Because when, when he first put them on nitro, it was, you guys are going to be the car crash from eight, eight, or whatever it was.
1: Yeah. Exactly, right?
0: And cruiserweights can't be cruiserweights unless they can do those moves. And when you have guys like Seth and Finn doing those same moves, it makes no difference between the two.
1: Yeah. And I imagine they get told, the cruiserweights, Look, guys, you've got to calm it down because the main event dudes are going to do suicide dives and plunges and all this. You're like... Super super kicks and... Yeah, that, and that's I mean, cause that's what I want. I want... It's terrible terminology, but I want 205 Live and the Cruiserweights to be the independent scene. That's what I want it to be.
0: <laughs> Agreed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I think if they did that, I think more people would. Well, I'd watch 205 Live then. I love what they do on the independent scene. And yeah, I just, it upsets me what they've done with it. Um, I don't blame any of the roster. I think they're all very talented guys. Very, very good in the ring. They're just, uh, yeah, they've been boxed away. Because WWE doesn't know how to do cruiserweights. I mean, that is what yeah. we've learned over the last 20 years. E- either scrap it all or put it back at full sale. Yeah? yeah, exactly. I mean, why does it have to be live after SmackDown as well? For Pete's sake, like... Yeah. If you go to Smack... <laughs> I understand content is great and stuff, but you can't have too much. And if you go to SmackDown, you get main event SmackDown, then 205 Live. It's too much. It's and too then much.
0: PowerPoint presentations.
1: And then PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> Bizarre. Uh, so, I mean, I actually think Enzo's going to win it back. What do you think? I don't know. The safe bet
0: would probably be Kalisto. Because, in my, in my eyes, they're trying to do a face cruiserweight team versus a heel cruiserweight team.
1: That's true. So you want the belt on the good side, Yeah, because yeah, that extends the feud as well. Yeah, it's a good point. So I'll probably go Callisto. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I think either way is fair. I mean, ultimately, I don't really care. It's a horrible thing to say, but <laughs> I, just, I just don't. And I like Callisto, and I like Enzo. I think he's been doing a great job the last few weeks. Uh, and we do have another 205 live match, amazingly, on TLC, which blew my brain. Which is Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan versus uh, Kendrick and Jack Gallagher. Again, I love all these four guys, but I've seen them do this a hundred times, and I already know they're only going about five minutes. Yeah. I mean, what? What? I mean, at least with Callista versus Enzo, we got the belt, and they're being pushed. What do you think of matches like this? Filler. Bathroom break. Yeah. They are what the women's division was like five years ago, aren't they? Which is terrible. Yeah. But that's – I mean, this is disrespectful because I don't think the, the women's back then – again, it was the way they were portrayed and the way they were booked. But again, the problem here isn't the talent in the ring. It's because you know, what's the point? I'm not going to see anything good.
0: Like, There's nothing in this match that makes me want to watch it.
1: No. You're right. And I like Jack Gallagher as well. But again, he just feels lost in the shuffle to me. He doesn't feel like he has a, has a place or a purpose. I do, I do like the tag team though with those two. Yeah. but that's that's about it. Yeah, I mean, where's uh, TJP as well? He's just vanished off the face of the planet. I guess there's too many of them and not enough time to do anything.
0: Agreed. Uh, he's he's probably on the house show
1: circuit. Oh well, yeah. Well, I, I heard the other day. Apparently, a lot of the two hundred five live guys don't even get house show bookings, which is why they're not making any money. It's like flipping well, egg.
0: Well, you're you're more tapped into this than what I am, but I heard that they the cruiserweights didn't get the same pay as the other guys for, for 205 live
1: apparently uh, not
0: yeah. 205 live 2k 2k 18
1: yeah oh no yeah I heard that i I, I don't know if it's true but I, I, man no wonder never walked out how annoyed yeah. are you gonna be if you feel like you've got a glass ceiling above you that you're booked into oblivion and you're not getting paid that well I mean how can you blame the man you really can't uh, were you surprised when he walked out though I mean I was I couldn't believe it I was but I wasn't
0: because it's kind of like walking out of Manchester United to go to the
1: the, uh, Bar League team. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But I guess if Manchester United are treating you badly, then you don't want to be there. It's going to be very interesting. I got a soccer reference, yeah. You you did, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hope, I mean, I don't think this is going to happen, because when is it ever amicable? But I hope that somehow, uh, apparently Vincent Mann isn't happy about this at all, or so they say. So I'm hoping that, uh, yeah, they can find an amicable way to to sort this out, right? Yeah. we we save the best till last. I've done this on oh, yes. because oh yes, fr- fr- I had it. a feeling you did. From yeah. from fr- fr- <laughs> from the lost chat from the lost chat on Wednesday, it became very apparent that Andrew is a very big uh, Bray Wyatt fan, which I've got nothing against because I like Bray Wyatt. I just hate how he's been used now for about three years. However. It's a very different match this Sunday at TLC because we don't have Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. We have no, de- we do not. We have the Demon versus Sister Abigail. And don't trick yourself, people. That is everywhere. That is on Wikipedia. That is on the <laughs> wrestling sites. That's on WWE.com. Bray Wyatt is going to turn up with a shawl and he's going to take on Finn Balor's uh, The Demon. So I know we touched upon this other day, but no one heard that. Just give me a quick rundown into why you're still on the Bray Wyatt team, but more importantly, what you actually think is going to happen here. Well, first, I, I can validate that because I have Wikipedia up on my iPad
0: with the TLC card and it is literally the demon versus <laughs> sister. <Abigail>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
1: going to be crazy. Oh, dear. So I have to explain myself. OK, <laughs> That's all right. there's, there's no wrong. There's no wrongs or rights on the Simon Miller Pro Wrestling podcast. Everybody's right in their own <laughs> special way. So I've been a Bray Wyatt fan for a while
0: this confuses you, this confuses my own mother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing.
0: Because when I watch it, and she's like, I don't know why you like him. <laughs> Is that what she actually says? Oh, that's brilliant. Yes. Yes. But um, this goes into what I like for for wrestling. I like the, the character guys. And yeah. I granted, 95% of the t- times that he talks, make zero sense and i get that but, <laughs> geez, but geez it's just one of those things where you just want to listen
1: yeah no no he don't get me wrong he has great delivery Where, well, like when, it, when i have to work on
0: monday or tuesday night and come home and watch the dvr of it i always go to what he says first and then i watch everything
1: well but do you always watch bray wyatt though yeah, well, there you go. So, so, even if even if someone says, "Oh, this was the worst thing I've ever seen," I, let, 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 let's do this specifically. So, when you find out that Bray Wyatt came on a screen with a scarf over his head and <laughs> and talking like a woman, I mean, you probably went and watched it because you were intrigued. But as a Bray Wyatt fan, did you want to see that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you feel? I mean, do do you think this is a good use of Sister Abigail? Do you think it would have been better to have given it to an actual Sister Abigail? And he has a new manager. I mean, yeah. Hmm. Well, what what what's your kind of take on it?
0: I think with the feud with Finn Balor, it makes sense in its own weird, twisted way. <laughs> it makes sense and
1: it, in the only the way professional wrestling can do it.
0: Yeah. But if it was somebody else and they brought up Sister Abigail, I think that maybe an NXT call-up would have made more sense.
1: I, I, I think it would have, um, what do you call it? Uh, just used whatever Bray Wyatt had left to build somebody else. And, and I, Sorry, go, you can go no, on. No, no, you go, you go, you go. The
0: one thing I am intrigued about, though, is this is his creation. So I am curious to see his portrayal of it yeah
1: yeah yeah it's fair
0: uh, because in all the interviews it's they try to trip him up and be like sister abigail's your actual sister no it's not and like this is this is his thing he came up with this himself this wasn't like triple h or vince or anybody this is all him so i am curious about that
1: you know what you should never judge a book by its cover i guess uh, now, the other thing we should point out, and the, uh, you know, news breaks all the time, is the rumor is apparently that the Dallas family, Bo Dallas or the Wyatt family, Bray What all that, they apparently have viral meningitis. So there is a small chance they're not even going to be at the pay-per-view, but I just thought I'd throw that in there. We don't know for sure. So we'll go ahead as if everything's going to be okay. My, okay. My, my worry with this match is I don't get how anybody wins, because if Finn Balor wins... Then that was a, well, that was a waste of time, wasn't it, Bray? Like, well, that didn't work. And if Sister Abigail wins, we have to have more of Bray White dressed up in drag. And I just don't want to see it. I just, I'm just, not, I'm just not into it at all.
0: They screwed the pooch so hard with this feud.
1: I just think they. To me, it feels like they had something else planned and it didn't come off. so They were just screwed to keep doing this over and over. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I don't get it. I don't, who you got? I can't call it though. Because I can't believe you come up with a new character and then have them lose, but you cannot have Finn Balor lose, because apparently Finn Balor is being prepped for Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble by the latest. So I don't know what you do with this. And also, Finn Balor's won a lot of these matches. You you go first. Uh, You go first. Your choice. Who who, who goes over? (sighs) This is the toughest one to call on the whole thing, and it's not even really that important. No, I agree, though. It it really is, because I didn't expect more of this, and I certainly didn't expect this weird twist by Bray Wyatt. So... I don't really know where they're going. I'm going to live and die by the sword. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going Sister Abigail then, right? I'm going to go. I'm going to go Sister Abigail. So Sister Abigail slash Bray Wyatt. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I'm going to go Finn Balor just because I believe they are prepping in for Brock Lesnar and I think that's just the way they book things. But dude, I have no confidence. I have all the ones on the show. I'm more confident in Alicia Fox winning than Finn Balor winning. So <laughs> I, what, what do you think that they'll give Bray a different entrance, different music, different theme, or you think it'd just be the same stuff? That... I hope they give him a different entrance. I guess you kind of entering mankind territory there, like mankind, cactus, Jack, do love yeah. kind of a thing. I mean, that worked, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we will see. So that is TLC. Uh, again, make sure you go over to Facebook, search for Simon's Progressing podcast, like the group, And then find Mitch's post, which I think he will have uh, tagged to the top of the group, and uh, make sure you join that. Also, someone is doing a WWE 2K18 league or some kind of fantasy booking. I've forgotten your name. I am sorry. I meant to give you a proper shout-out, but it made me laugh when I read it. So if you're into your your wrestling video games, make sure you sign up to that as well. Uh, Before we do round up for the day, I do want to talk about SmackDown briefly. Did you watch SmackDown this week? I did, yes. What do you think of it? I actually thought it was a weak show with a couple of excellent moments, but what was your take? I I feel the same way, basically. I mean, (laughs) Sami Zayn, right, I think is everybody's standout man of the the week, who has just proven... I know it helped there in Seattle, which was Daniel Bryan's hometown, so it's kind of easy heat to get. However, promo delivery, character, uh, the things he was saying, attitude, amazing. Genuinely amazing. It's slowly, slowly buying me, or pulling me over to that side because i was one of the people that didn't think sammy could do heel yeah i because i, just, I it, for me it was almost like why would you put him heel he's the most lovable dude on the roster like why would you do it however <laughs> if we are basing it on smackdown the chemistry he's got with kevin owens and the way he portrayed himself i absolutely love it i agree where do you go from here, though? Because obviously when you're not in Daniel Bryan's hometown, it's a little bit harder to get people to hate you. So how do you want to see this character evolve? Or do you think it's a short-term thing and he turns on Kevin Owens? I mean, how do you see it? I hope it's not that because remember when they said this is the last time they'd ever fight? Yeah. Never, <laughs> never flipping listen to stupid liars, <laughs> WWE motherfuckers. <flippers>. Ridic- <laughs> this makes me so mad. Why are you lying to me? Anyway, yes, I do remember that. I agree with you. It'd be too much, right?
0: This is why I have trust issues. Yes,
1: yeah, exactly. But it would just be too much, wouldn't it? It'd just be too much to have that again. I hope that they can find some way
0: to have Sammy break off from Kevin Owens and be a heel on his own.
1: Yeah, I I think that's a tougher ask, though. But I kinda. I mean, there's just no way they can do this. But I know they've got Nakamura and Orton teaming together, which I actually got a kick out of on SmackDown. I really like that main event. It's a shame we can't get the tag titles involved there. However, I don't want to do that either because I think the tag team division on SmackDown is quite good. But I do hmm. think there's something in those four going at it for a while.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, it's kind of one of those things where it'll be entertaining, but where's the story going?
1: Yeah, exactly. And how on earth do you get more than a few you can't keep doing that match each and every week. Like you're just shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, they announced at the end of the show that Shane McMahon's coming back. Clearly, I mean, clearly this is headed to Team Owens versus Team McMahon.
0: So, I agree. So I agree. we've
1: got Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and then who else knows? And then obviously on the other side, we're going to have Shane McMahon, Nakamura, Randy Orton. So I tell you what, less fantasy books. So you've got two more, you've got two more spots for Team McMahon. Who are you putting on there?
0: Okay, so who's it's
1: McMahon, it's Orton
0: and Nakamura? It's Nakamura. I, I, I
1: would guess. That's my guess, yeah. I mean I'm thinking I, Bobby Bobby Roode goes on there.
0: I would say AJ only because
1: he's physically said it. And he said it You're right, and he needs something to do because obviously he can't carry on his feud with Jinder at Survivor Series because Jinder's tied up with Brock.
0: And then who would the fifth guy be?
1: Um, I think you put Dolph Ziggler on there, uh, Bobby Roode on there, because on the other side you can have Dolph Ziggler, you can have Lord Baron Corbin. Dolph Ziggler. What? <laughs> have you ever, see, Here's the thing, right? I've never, I've never been high on Dolph Ziggler, so I don't, I don't care that no one cares about him anymore. Did you ever like Dolph Ziggler?
0: No, for, for from the Minnie Mouse episode, uh, the, the, where we talked about this before. I can't yeah. stand Dolph Ziggler. <laughs>
1: no, I can't either. He just, he's always rubbed me the wrong way. Like, it's always run me the wrong way. It's very Enzo-ish. Like, you know, it's just, yeah, not for me. But, uh, sorry. Um, Dolph Ziggler on the face team now? No, I got confused. I meant Bobby Roode. Okay. And then, and then on the heel team, you go Owens, Zayn, Ziggler, Corbin. Who's the fifth guy? Well, I wouldn't put Corbin in. I would put the Usos in. That is better. That would make sense as well, right? Because they're the tag champions. And, and I, I actually do like this Corbin Dillinger thing they got going. Oh, really? Because I kind of felt like, what did they do? I know, Corbin, oh, my gosh. Corbin lost to Sin Cara on SmackDown. I forgot about that. He got counted out. What was that about? <laughs> oh, man, that made me mad. He
0: must have pissed
1: somebody off. But then why then why <laughs> was he allowed to pin AJ clean the week before? It makes no sense, this company. It does it. It does it. But I do like the fact that uh, he's the champ now. Hey, man, I think Baron Corbin's got something. I don't give a shit what he does backstage. That's none of my business. I mean, I like reading about it. But in terms of a fan's perspective, that's none of my business. I, he's got a lot of work to do, but I think he's got something. I definitely think he's got something.
0: And uh, I don't know if this, if this is rude or not, but fun story. Uh, another a friend of mine who actually has a podcast, her brother – actually sings his new theme
1: really what the uh yeah the, the dude from oh what's his name uh i'm gonna look him up T- look tommy vexed yeah how the hell does she know him he's quite a he's a big deal dad that's her brother that's her brother well, you just said that yeah of course Jeez yeah. dude that's <laughs> like that's a proper connection oh well wow. <laughs> well look you you tell her to tell him that theme is my favorite new WWE theme in years. In years, I will. I will. It's so good. It, I love it, man. Like, who knew that putting vocals over something could just transform it into a wonderful thing? I I like that better than I do Seth. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't really get that change. That was a bit. Was a I bit thought strange. that 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 little break made it something different. I agree, right? And it, it kind of allowed you to have that pop moment as well when he came out. Whereas now it's all segwayed together. And Mm. one thing I do want to talk about before we wrap up is obviously we mentioned it in passing Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar (laughs) essentially confirmed for Survivor Series. I mean, give me a little, a little more than just that. Let me know what you think about Jinder. What do you think about his title reign? And yeah, what do you think about his now his next main event against Brock Lesnar?
0: One of the only positives that I do like about this is I do miss the cross promote the cross brand rivalry. Yeah. I do miss that because one of my favorites of all time is Michael's and Angle.
1: Exactly. From WrestleMania 21, right? Yeah, we had that chat. The, 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 the long like, lost chat. Uh, I,
0: I like when a Raw guy invades SmackDown or a SmackDown guy invades Raw. I think that's cool.
1: Yeah. And so I guess you're going to get that here. So that's good.
0: I wish it was two different people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So when uh, we we, we did talk about this on our episode, but then it actually got officially announced, what was your gut reaction? And what do you think about Jinder in general? I mean, you can't, uh, maybe you like him. I don't know.
0: When he first did it, when they first put the title on him, I texted all my wrestling friends and went, it's all over, man. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know if it's the fact that he just has held it for so freaking long, but it's... It's starting to like oh okay this is I don't know if it's interesting or my god they've actually put left the belt on him for this long
1: I think maybe it's your brain just developing and accepting it I do think he holds himself more like a champion I don't think his matches are any good but I think he holds himself better as a champion now
0: Yeah I agree uh, and uh, I was there at Battleground for that awful awful punjabi prison Oh yeah match. you sent you sent
1: me a picture so yeah yeah Andrew <laughs> went to that to that monstrosity and he sent me a picture. And I know you all saw it on TV. And I know there's other pictures out there. But if you haven't ever seen a live picture from that thing, it does not do it justice. How did you see anything? I mean, I would have given up. I didn't.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> the worst part was where I was sitting, I was on a corner. So so the bamboo wasn't up and down and cross. It was uh, it was in the X part. So I, I, could see,
1: I could see even less. I mean... Uh... What was the crowd like that night? Were they pissed off?
0: We were confused more so than anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the best answer. Uh, was... uh, Kyle Ka- got a Stone Cold pop, though, which was fun. Yeah, what did you think when he came out? I mean, because apparently that was meant to be a long run, and now he's obviously just he's gone. So what did you think when he just came out? Yeah,
0: I'm like, oh my God, okay, they're doing this? okay well just run with it then
1: yeah i guess why the hell not right (laughs) why the hell not i mean what a strange i mean you went i think you went to the strangest event in years that whole thing was absolutely nuts
0: it's one of those things where a good pay-per-view becomes a great pay-per-view because you're there
1: you get into the the atmosphere and stuff right
0: so like it was a an average pay-per-view becomes an above-average
1: because you're there kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's fair. I was at WrestleMania 32, the one that went on for like 74 million hours. Jesus. And <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it, it did feel long, but it still didn't feel as long as everybody else just because Well, because you're there, right? So you're having a good yeah. time. So, okay. I love the fact you were there, though. Oh, I love it. In fact, uh, I'll some, uh, there's somehow, we'll somehow tweak that picture out. We'll somehow get that picture out. Just because if no one's seen it, you, you need to you need to see it. it's so funny oh it's so it funny. is and
0: uh, when, when they were on the top i'm going oh an rko from here would be nice but they'd probably kill him
1: they definitely kill him <laughs> oh dear okay so uh, before we do wrap up i do want to have this conversation again just because we did talk about it last time i know the answer but tell everybody else favorite wrestler of all time and why
0: the heartbreak kid the Shawn heartbreak michaels
1: kid. and why is that I mean, everyone because, knows, but you tell him anyway.
0: he's the greatest of all time.
1: Yeah. I mean, the only problem I have with Shawn Michaels today is I've been doing a lot of retro watching and retro listening to podcasts and, and stuff like that. Man, he was a prick in the late 90s. I, mean, I agree. I agree. It was just, I mean, I think he knows that as well. But it's so hard to like you when you hear him doing all this awful stuff, especially because I'm a massive Bret Hart fan. And we talked about this in the week as well. Obviously, when you started watching wrestling, you retroactively learned about the screw job. Yeah, and, and you were very much on WWE side, right?
0: I was, I was. Um, it's a multi-million dollar company. If he doesn't want to play ball, why would I let you walk out with my belt?
1: <laughs> no, dude. Like I said, but even though I am a Bret Hart diehard till the end, I appreciate and I respect both sides of the argument. I think they both could have handled it a lot better. But hey, man, it's uh, it's one of those things that I I know it goes people going about it a lot. I'll never be able to get enough of it because I just think in in the world of make believe. <laughs> when we all want things to be real, nothing is more real than that. And it's just. Agreed. It's just wonderful. Okay. There we go. Right. So uh, before we do wrap up, Andrew, if anybody does, we said this last time, but if anyone wants to come yell at you on, on, so- <laughs> <laughs> on social media, where can they find you?
0: Oh, well on Twitter, it's a underscore M A C
1: 1991.
0: Boom. And on Instagram, it is the Philly, K-H-I-L-L-Y
1: cowboy. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Right, good. There we go. So go find Andrew. Go have a chat with wrestling about him. He knows what he's talking about. If you do want to come on Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash Simon at 316 and uh, you, donate, you donate $20 and you can come on and we'll have a lovely chat like this. Andrew, thank you for your time twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Been a pleasure. Been a pleasure Simon. I appreciate
1: it. Thank you for, for running down TLC with me and we'll definitely have you back on. Uh, I think I, I, we should try and do it before Survivor Series. We'll see how well you did on TLC and we'll, okay. see, we'll see how well your predictions went as well I think that's uh, that's a good time to get you back on to see what your wrestling brain is like <laughs> uh, I, I think it's going to come down to Sister Abigail versus the Demon oh, you know <laughs> uh, look, look, dude of all the people I could have had on this show having someone that loves Bray Wyatt is perfection so <laughs> thank you thank you very much for that uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Simon 316 uh, 316 you can see this podcast on YouTube at youtube.com 4 slash C slash the Miller Report Rules what else do I do? Uh, make sure if you're on iTunes to give us five stars. Give us a review. Share the podcast. Talk about the podcast. Join the Facebook group. Just search for Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. And to be honest, just have a good day. Enjoy the pay-per-view, even when Bray Wyatt comes out dressed like a woman. And just put a smile <laughs> on your face, and I will speak to you again next week.